When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to A Court of Fairies and Fangirls. I'm Alex. And I'm Sarah. And this is a Sarah J. Mass fan podcast where we are obsessed with her books and can't stop thinking about them or talking about them. So we figured why not record us thinking and talking about it. We're going to break down chapters, go through each book separately, go into character analysis and any thoughts or kind of theories that we have about books, characters, plots, etc. And maybe play some fun games along the way. Exactly. So welcome and enjoy. Another episode. This is episode seven. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. Um, We're calling this episode... Honesty is the theme of the night mm-hmm. because that was just a really good quote and to it, summarize this. Yeah. Um, and then we did chapters 25 through 28. Yep. And yeah. Should we just dive in? Let's begin. Okay. Chapter 25. Um, the inner circle visits the court of nightmares. Mm. What were your first thoughts? I just absolutely love the grand entrance. Love it. And, you know, Farrah sitting on the throne while Reese sits on the arm of the throne. Like, it's a great picture. It's like she's more in charge than him, and I love it so much. <laughs> Yay, feminist Reese. I know. So um, the first picture we get, though, is of Nesta mm-hmm. walking in. Um, she's wearing a dress of impenetrable black that flow to the dark marble floors of the throne room of the Hewn City, tight through the bodice and sleeves, its neckline skimming the base of her pale neck. Nesta's hair had been swept into a simple style to reveal the paints of her face, the savage clarity of her eyes as she took in the assembled crowd, the towering carved pillars, and the scaled beasts twined around them, the mighty dais and the throne atop it, and did not balk. Hmm. And I was like, man, Nesta is like such queenly energy. I right know. There. She's like this brutal, savage feel to I her. I love it. Like that, or at least that's Farah's description of her. Mm-hmm. And surprise, no one at the Court of Nightmares knew Favor was High Lady. Oh, I'm like, how do you not tell these people? But I mean, it's fun. I know. And they also don't care about those people either. So, yeah. It said their faces were still a mixture of shock and disdain as they all dropped to their knees. Mm -hmm. Like, haha. Yes. Trick jab. Yeah, because she goes and sits on the throne and everybody's kind of like, huh? What? What? And Reese is like, bow. Yep. Let's see. Do you notice anything else Um, in this first? Well, so she's she's up there, and she mentions, like, this power is creeping towards them. She says, tendrils of power snaked towards the dais, but didn't dare venture past the first step, testing me, what power I might have, but not getting close enough to offend Resand. I let them creep closer, sniffing around. They did. And some of those tendrils of power dared climb up the first step. I pounced. Three gasps chilled through the murmuring room as I slammed Talon's sharp magic down those two curious powers, dug in deep and hard. I'm just like, who who would do this? Like, I'm so curious. Bold. I'm so bold. 
And I know, like, she mentions later on that, like, they, like, leave the room, basically, those three people, and she, like, notes their faces. But I was like, were they told to challenge her? Like, did these three people just decide they were going to do it together? Like, I'm just curious. I don't know. But, yeah. Let's see. And then Amron and Nesta kind of go off to Mm -hmm. do their thing. And... Reese tells uh, Kier that they need to go to the council room mm-hmm. and have a conversation. Yep. Lovely Kier. I know. So they go and Kier gets right to the point They uh, yeah. that they've basically come to ask for his fighters. However, he is actually sympathetic to Hybern's people. He says, yeah. there are many similarities between Hybern's people and my own. Both of us trapped, stagnant. But I'm like, you you did this to yourself. I know. Like, like none of it surprises me, though. No. Uh, but one thing, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, but one thing Reese says, he says, the bargain our ancestors struck grants you the right to choose how and when your army assists my own, but it does not grant you the right to keep your life here when I grow tired of your existence. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so let's just end him and yeah. be done with it. Because <laughs> he said something about, like, wanting Feyre, and it was like, uh <laughs> No. No. I know. Who are you? So, I don't know why we're even putting up with Kier. I know. In all honesty. Yeah. Well, and I, I mean, I think he choose, he asks for Feyre because he remembers the last time they were there and how they humiliated him. So, I think he's just trying to humiliate Rhysand in any right. way that he could. Even though I, I feel like he knows he would never get Feyre in right. the deal. So. And let's see. Reese at one point snaps his fingers and says, bring him in. And the doors open, and someone else joins the party. Eris. I was like, what are you doing here? Yep. Yeah, surprise, surprise. Surprise. That was chapter 25. Yeah. So, on to 26. Okay. A deal is struck with Kier and another with Eris. Lots of deals in this chapter. I know. What were your thoughts? So, honestly, the conversation at the end with Eris blew my mind Mm -hmm. like the whole negotiation with Kira is bad but I feel like it's so overshadowed by the whole conversation with Eris that I honestly didn't even really pick up much in what they were saying um and there's just like so much more to the inner circle than or the inner circle doesn't give Eris nearly enough credit for like what I think is going on with him yeah so I agree Mm mm-hmm um, I just, in this immediate moment, feel so bad for more Because mm-hmm. it's like, she's already having to deal with Kier. Yeah. And now Eris is in the same room. It's just like, and clearly, she was not told. Because this was all a surprise. And neither was Farah. And that, yeah. I was no like, was uh, that is your wife, mate, high yeah. lady, and you didn't tell her? Yeah. Or even just like, give her a little heads up in your bond right before he walked in? not exactly the best move it was not so i think that i just i feel bad that more especially was so surprised mm-hmm. but it's definitely just like shocking he didn't tell anybody i know it says more more slit her eyes towards reese betrayal and hurt that was hurt flashing there for not warning us for the surprise yeah and yeah like I, I do feel bad i mean a simple like hey the piece of shit that you hate mm-hmm. and who hurt you so badly is gonna show up today right prepare yourself yeah, it's like, what is not telling her do? Yeah. Like, it's not like she's not going to come. Right, because she always comes to the Court of Nightmares. Right. She just mentally prepares herself for exactly. it. Exactly. So it's like, what? why didn't you tell her? What was the reason? Yeah. It was kind so. of messed up. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kier starts getting to what he really wants, mm-hmm. which is access to the city of Valaris. Yeah. Don't love it. Mm-hmm. Well, so 
Reset offered Kier an alliance with the Autumn Court right. first, which was something that he had wanted in the past um, in exchange for Kier helping Reese during the war, but he decides no, that he wants the city of Starlight instead, or access to it at least. Yep. And Moore immediately says no, but Reese seems to have other plans. And Azrael's trying to like calm Moore down. He like places his hand on hers, and she instantly like rips it away as if she'd been burned by him, which mm-hmm. is sad because you know Azrael's he cares so much about Moore. He does. And like Reese kind of says, like there will be conditions. We'll decide it later. Mm-hmm. And that's what they agree to, but it's kind of like, what conditions? Like, how are you going to still protect the city? I know. Like, how could you let them in? And it says, Kier looked at Moore at last, notes the despair and anger, and smiled. He had no real desire to get out of here, only a desire to take something he'd undoubtedly gleaned that his daughter cherished. Like, that's terrible. It's like, you don't even actually want to go to Valaris. You just yeah. want to see your daughter suffer. Like, is, what a terrible father. He is a terrible, terrible father. And I'm also like, dang, Reese. Like, you are heartless for your inner circle right now. <sighs> Seriously. But, yeah. Um, Feyre, right after this, does shoot her shot. She, she asks <laughs> for one more thing. She asks for the Aurora Boros mirror. Mm-hmm. And... From Kier, and Kier says, The mirror, consider it my mating present, if you can take it. And Vera asks, What do you mean? And Kier explains, To take the Ouroboros, to claim it, you must first look into it. And everyone who has attempted to do so has either gone mad or been broken beyond repair, even a high lord or two, if legend is true. So it is yours if you dare to face it. I'm like, like, what the heck did the bone carver get you into, Farah? Yeah. Like, what? Why does he want that so badly? Why is that his price? Yeah. I'm like, does he want to go crazy? Does he know a secret that nobody else does? I don't know. Yeah. But Farah kind of says like, the Ouroboros can't really be retrieved right now. Yeah. So we're just gonna put that in our back pocket for another day. Yep. <sighs> and then I think Kier leaves after that, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we're left with Eris. Yeah. So it turns out Reese took care of Eris's brother's memories mm-hmm. back when they were like fighting Farah so that Boren wouldn't come after Farah for her powers. Um, however, Eris knows a thing or two against Daimati, so he still knows about Farah and her powers, but he isn't interested in telling his dad um, because he realizes that there's a lot of danger with everything going on and with Highburn. So, yeah. I mean, that seems to be good news. It, it is. Mm-hmm. This is true. Um, but at one point, Moore says, so what's the asking price, Eris? Another little bride for you to torture? And he said, I don't know who fed you those lies to begin with, Morrigan. Likely the bastards you surround yourself with. And Moore says, you never gave any evidence to the contrary, certainly not when you left me in those woods. And then he says, there were forces at work that you have not, you have never considered. And I am not going to waste my breath explaining them to you. Believe what you want from me. Or, sorry, believe what you want about me. And it's like, what did you mean, Eris? Like, mm-hmm. what yeah. What else was going on? Mm-hmm. Why did you think it was okay to just leave her there? And then he also kind of talks, I think Lucian, bring, or Farah brings up Lucian and mm-hmm. Lucian's love. Mm-hmm. And Farah says, and what of the brother you hunted down alongside me? The one whose lever you helped to execute before his eyes. And Eris says, you know nothing about what happened that day. Nothing. And she says, indulge me. 
he goes, how do you think he made it to the spring border? I wasn't there when they did it. Asked him. I refused. It was the first and only time I've denied my father anything. He punished me. And by the time I got free, they were going to kill him too. I made sure they didn't. Made sure Tamlin got word anonymously to get the hell over to his own border. Not all of us were so lucky in our friends and family as you, Resan. Yeah. <sighs> Here's the thing. I don't like Eris. I don't. I don't think Eris is a good person. But there's definitely more to the story. There's so much more. that, But doesn't that make him a good person? At least, like, in regards to his brother? It's like, he wasn't there. He actually saved his brother. I think a bad person can do good things occasionally. Mm-hmm. I'm much, That's how I feel about I don't that. think he's bad in this situation. I'm reading this, and I'm like, you saved your brother's life, basically. Mm-hmm. And you told Tamlin to help him. So, yes. in that regard, I think he's... That was a good moment. Pretty good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But I feel like this entire conversation is important because it makes it seem like Eris might not be the bad guy after all. And it's like, what really happened with him and more? And did he really, you know, help save mm-hmm. Lucian? Like, I mean, he says these things. We don't know. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's good to give another perspective. Like, they all have this thought of Eris is the worst. But it's like, what if he's not? Yeah. What if he's got other motives and he's yeah. actually trying to help them? And it's like, maybe there's more yeah. to the story mm-hmm. than just what we're assuming from our point of view. Right. We'll see. Um, and then it turns out Eris wants, like, when the time comes, that he wants them to support his bid to take the throne. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, okay. I mean, that's not, I feel like that's not too much of an exchange, especially when he, Baron seems worse than Eris at this point. Absolutely. So I'd rather take Eris over him. So I'd be okay with yeah. them supporting, like, his claim to the throne. Yes, yeah, it's, it's the lesser of two evils. Yeah. Um. One more intriguing heiress moment Mm -hmm. so um he says to more i'm surprised you still can't control yourself around him you had every emotion written right on that pretty face of yours and asriel says watch it and then it goes heiress looked between them smiling faintly secretly as if he knew something that asriel didn't i wouldn't have touched you he said to more who blanched again but when you fucked that other bastard a snarl ripped from reese's throat at that and my own I knew why you did it. Again, that secret smile that had more shrinking. Shrinking. So I gave you your freedom, ending the betrothal in no uncertain terms. And what happened next? Asriel growled. A shadow crossed Eris's face. There are a few things I regret. That is one of them. But perhaps one day, now that we are allies, I shall tell you why. What it cost me. What is I'm it? I'm like, what, did, what was the cause? What was the Why cause? are you secretly smiling? Like, what do you know? I know. And Moore's response was, I don't give a shit, which I partially agree with her. But at the same time, it's like. I don't, I don't think Eris is a bad guy. After reading this whole chapter, I was like, there's yeah. so much more here. I feel like he's highly misunderstood. I feel like he could be yeah. like the Reese that everybody. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, but you. You are like Tamlin, thinking Reese is this horrible no. person. Or Lucian, who thinks he's this horrible person. And then he comes <laughs> to find out, like, the night court is amazing. The whole city of Valaris is amazing. Reese sacrificed himself to save everyone. It's like, what if this is Eris? What if he did the no. same thing? And we only know the bad stuff. Because really, what did he do? He just left more when she had a nail in her. Yeah. What else did he do that was so bad? I mean, he left her there. Right. He let them do that to her. It was already done. He found her there. And he didn't help her. He left her to die in the woods. So. 
I mean, I'm just saying. I don't know. I don't think he actually did anything bad. He left her in the woods after bad stuff was done to her. I don't know. I think there's more to the story. Here's the, do I agree there's more to the story? Yes. Yes. It infuriates me when people say Eris is like Reese. It reminds me of, I remember people in middle school who would say, who would hold up their stupid Twilight books and be like, <laughs> it's the next Harry Potter. And I'm like, is this a joke? Like, did I like Twilight Time? Yes. yes. It was not the next Harry Potter. No, it That's was not. how I feel. I don't think he's the next Reese. I'm just saying. I feel like Reese is misrepresented to everyone else. Yes. And I think Eris could be misrepresented as well. It's possible. Yes. It's possible. I also think some people, based off of how they were raised, mm-hmm. could just be like trained to be bad. And they tried to do good things. Yeah. But even when they try to do good things, it's always warped from like this badness that they just inherently are because that's what they were raised. Like, do I, I think bad people can do good things, but yeah. it like, I don't know. Cause I think he could be like Lucian where Lucian and Pharaoh were friends, but Lucian made some crappy decisions about Farrah. Like, you know, I mean, she basically I, fell apart of the spring court and it's like, could Eris have made a bad call about not helping more? Yes. But we don't know if he didn't, you know, call for help yeah. when, once he left, we don't know anything. So I, I just want to, just want to throw the little devil on your shoulder. I hate it. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I hate Eris. That is it. Period. No, it's not. It's, I'm not trying to be like, I hate him, period. No. I know there's going to be. I, it's so obvious there's more to this story. Yeah. I'm interested to learn it. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to be. His story is going to play out like Reese's did. Yeah. I can see someone who was like brainwashed to be bad taught to be like he's a victim in and of himself right of his parents right like yeah but like i think that that brain bad brainwashing Mm -hmm. is just so core to who he is that he's never going to be like this good hero i don't think that's ever gonna i don't think he's gonna be a hero and i I think all his good things are warped by that brainwashing and it's like it's like he's trying but he doesn't know how yeah like i don't Uh, think there's the planning and scheming and creativity that reese has and i don't necessarily think he's gonna be the hero but i don't necessarily think he's bad i don't know so tbd we'll see we'll see that's all I have for 26. <laughs> Same. Okay. That so was a little tangent, but That whatever. was a tangent. Listeners, what do you think about Eris? Mm-hmm. Help us out. What do you know? Um, chapter 27. This was an In My Feels chapter for me. Um, the Inner Circle has an evening of confrontation and honesty. I just said this is like one heck of a chapter. And yeah. what is Amarin? <laughs> what is Amarin? What is Amarin? That, that's all I got. Yeah. So they leave the Court of Nightmares, mm-hmm. get back to home, to Valaris. Mm-hmm. And I just, I thought it was funny. We like, we didn't even like ease into what happened. No. It was just, they got there and more like whirls around on reason is like, why? Yeah. And I mean, I don't totally blame her, but it says her voice broke and something in my chest cracked too at the tears that began running down her face. Like, that poor girl's just been, like, holding this in. I know. But Reese explains that he basically told everybody in Valaris that they're not to serve, shelter, or entertain Kira or anyone from the Court of Nightmares. So right. it's like, yes, they can come to Valaris, but they will not – it's not going to be the same for them as it is for right. the actual people of Valaris. Mm-hmm. 
So. And I think Moore was trying to make a point, mm-hmm. and she says, if Amarantha were alive, if she were alive and I offered to work with her, even if it was to save us all, how would you feel? Which is, like, such a deep blow. Right. That's, like, the you're acting like your mother like you know what i mean like it's like oh give me hit me where it hurts most thank you but reese's response he says if amarantha offered us a slim shot at survival then i would not give a shit that she made me fuck her for all of those years if amarantha showed up at that door right now and she said she could buy us a chance at defeating highburn at keeping all of you alive i would thank the fucking cauldron and moore goes you don't mean that and he says i do and it's just like Reese is so, and I think Reese does mean it. Mm-hmm. I think Reese has such a warped sense mm-hmm. in his brain of like sacrifice, like the need for sacrifice mm-hmm. and the need for love. And it's like, I don't think he thinks his feelings and emotions are worth anything. And but it's I, so sad. I agree, but I also think Moore is slightly overreacting considering mm-hmm. everything that's at stake. It's like this is for everything. Like this, you are literally fighting for life at yeah. this point. So. Yeah, it sucks that your mm-hmm. dad and like Eris are involved. Yeah, but deal with it. Like I do think this moment is heightened by the shock of it. I think I, I think if Reese had prepped her remotely, right, we would not be having this conversation. I agree because we we see a day later mm-hmm. she's perfectly fine and understands. Right, but I think it's the shock that's making her so heightened. Right, I now. think so. I think so too. But, like, I get what Reese is saying. Like, I, in, yeah. this, in this instance, like, I don't think he's got, like, a savior complex or he mm. needs to self-sacrifice. It's like, no, this is literally, like, for a shot at survival. Like, I would do yeah. anything. And I I think that's... I don't think you have to do, like... You don't have to self-sacrifice, but he's just... I think he's trying to put it into perspective. Like, th- yeah. this is such a bad situation. Like, I would go to the ends of the earth to try to save everyone because we're all going to die basically. Right. Like I think he realizes how bad the situation is. Yeah. And I don't know if everybody else has gotten to that level yet. Oh, maybe, maybe that's it. But Reese and Moore are kind of like going toe to toe here. And I really liked Amron yes, in this moment. I did too. How she just like steps between them. And she says, I kept this unit from breaking for 49 years. I'm not going to let you rip it to shreds now. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's something in that that just like gave me chills. I, I was know. like, oh, I love Amran. I forget that she she was the like number one while Reese was gone. Basically. Yeah. And it makes me like, again, you know, we talked about like we want a novella of like all of Cassian's like adventures. Yeah. Like what was Valaris like those 50 like what were they doing for 50 years I don't know they were trapped in Valaris what yeah. what was happening it's like did you still go out on Friday nights for like dinner and drinks I don't or think so were you just sulking in the house every Friday night like I don't know was there planning were they trying to like I just no concept I'm yeah. so curious that would be a good novella uh, okay but I do like that Reese has the semblance to apologize for like how he handled things yes. after Amron kind of calms them down yes but Amron's right. Like, yes, what he did was terrible, but it was he was right in doing it. And he mm-hmm. pro- he probably should have just talked to more about what he was doing first. And I think he yeah. realizes that too. Because yeah. again, like, why didn't he? Like, there was no real reason, I feel like. Exactly. I think uh, maybe, I think she said it. Maybe it was Amron who said it. But just like, Reese, Reese loves that moment where it's like, oh, surprise. I know. I did a thing. And it's like, this was, this was not one of those. No, Reese. this was not when you wanted to have that right. moment. Which, like I said, I think that was the problem here. It yeah. wasn't the deal that he struck with Kier. Mm-hmm. I think the hurt in Moore was not having warned her. I agree. So let's see. 
Um, then the Aurora Boris gets like casually brought up. Right. And Amran's like, what happened with the mirror? Like, why did you want the mirror? Why are you asking me about the mirror? Right. And that's where we get our title for today where it was, where is it? If honesty is the theme of the night because the bone carver requested it. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, oh no, now we're bringing Amran in on the plans that we probably shouldn't have kept from her in the first place. Yeah. So Reese reveals they went to visit the bone carver and Farrah's about to explain kind of everything that happened, she realizes, like, Lucian's in the room, and she hesitates. Mm. And he takes that as his cue to leave, but he's frustrated and disappointed. And it just, like, makes me sad. It's like, you've trusted him with everything to this yeah. point, you know? It's like, why is this so much different? It's like, he already knows that war is about to happen. He knows, like, the High Lords are all getting invited to this thing. It's like, what's what's the harm in telling him this? Yeah. I just, it, like, makes me sad for him because he, like, feels the hurt. He, like, senses her hesitation for that moment and just is like, okay, I get it. I need to leave because, you know, you don't trust me. Right. Which is like, how do you not trust him after all this? Like, everything you've told him. Like, Reese has told him, like, his story where right. he was perceived as a bad guy and he did all these good things. It's like, he, nobody else knows those things. Mm-hmm. And so you don't trust him with this? I kind of find it surprising it and, like, weird. Harsh. It was. I thought so. Um... But so he, yeah, he goes upstairs and then yeah. Reese, basically he wants Amran to tell them how she escaped. Yeah. But, and she said no. And he goes, it wasn't a request. Mm-hmm. And it's like, whoa. Oh, okay. We're going to, we're going to push Amran. I know. <laughs> like the one person doing. that we've all been wanting answers from. I was like, Ooh. the one who scares us all the most. Yeah. But she says no, and she's like, because the stone beneath this house has ears, the wind has ears, all of it is listening. Yeah. And if it reports back, they will remember, Resand, that they have not caught me, and I will not let them put me back in that pit again. I was like, who? So Who is they? Like, who's going to remember? I'm so curious. Like, what is happening with this prison? I know. And I was like, you're the prison's on an island. Like, how does the ground, like tell the ground on an island i don't know crazy oh totally crazy so interesting but um yeah so she's going more into it and she says oh okay basically like i'm about to quote a whole page because it was so informative about amran but here we go (laughs) so i had to give something up i had to give me up to walk out i had to become something else entirely something the prison would not recognize so i i bound myself to this body you said someone else bound you. That was Reese talking. She said, I lied to cover what I'd done so none, so none could know. To escape the prison, I made myself mortal. Immortal as you are, but mortal compared to what I was. And what I was, I did not feel the way you do, the way I do now. Some things, loyalty and wrath and curiosity, but not the full spectrum. I was perfect, according to some. I did not regret, did not mourn, and pain. I did not experience it. And yet, I wound up here because I was not quite like the others. Even as, as it was, I was different, too curious, too questioning. The day the rip appeared in the sky, it was curiosity that drove me. My brothers and sisters fled. Upon the orders of our ruler, we had just laid to waste to twin cities, smote them wholly into rubble on the plain, and yet they'd fled from that rip in the world. But I wanted to look. I wanted. I was not built or bred to feel such selfish things as want. I'd seen what happened to those of my kind who stayed who strayed, who learned to place their needs first, who developed feeling. But I went through the tear in the sky, and here I am. 
and you gave all that up to get out of the prison, Moore asked. She said, I yielded my grace, my perfect immortality. I knew that once I did, I would feel pain and regret. I would want and I would burn with it. I would fall. But I was. The time locked up away down there. I didn't care. I had not felt the wind on my face, had not smelled the rain. I did not even remember what they felt like. I did not remember sunlight. So I bound myself into this body. I shoved my burning grace deep into me. I gave up everything I was. The cell door just unlocked. And so I walked out. What? I I don't know. I'm like, Aaron, what are you? There's so many questions, right? What is this rip in the sky? Who, where did she come from? What type of people did she come from? How did she get in the prison? What, like, how are you more than immortal? Like, yeah. Like, there's just, like, that, I think that's what we were talking about, the bone carver. I'm like, are you and the bone carver, like, the same? Yeah. Like, I, this did not clear up anything. It no. made me more more <laughs> questions. That's really what it did. I know. It was like, I feel like I got information and yet I got no answers. Yeah. <laughs> but my mind is just like blown. I'm just like, what yeah. are you, Amryn? And then Reese, he says, can you be unbound? And she says, not by me. What would happen if you were? Um, she says, Amryn stared at him for a long while. Then me, Cassian, Azrael, Moore, Nesta, finally back to my mate. I would not remember you. I would not care for any of you. I would either smite you or abandon you. What I feel now, it would be foreign to me. It would hold no sway. Everything I am, this body, it would cease to be. And Nesta says, what were you? Amron says, a messenger, a soldier assassin, a soldier assassin for a wrathful God who ruled a young world. Wild. I know. It's all just, I, ah. Well, and then also, um, Nesta asked, was Amran your name? And then she says, no, I do not remember the name I was given. I used Amran because it's a long story. What's the story? I, I, I just want to know. There's like, so your, many questions. Your answers, Amran, suck. Because they all <laughs> lead me to more questions. Oh, gosh. So many questions, yeah. man. Well, and then this conversation's erupted because Elaine kind of comes down the stairs. Mm-hmm. And is speaking kind of crazy. Yeah. She says things like, I saw young hands wither with age. I saw a box of black stone. I saw a feather of fire land on snow and melt. And she says, my stomach dropped to the floor. One glance at Nesta confirmed that she felt it too. Saw it. Mad. Elaine might very well have gone mad. Yikes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they just don't really know Mm -hmm. what's going on with Elaine. I know. And that's the question. Yeah, and I think she said, she's like, it was so, so angry that something was taken. So it took something from them as punishment. And I'm like, what, what is she talking about? And then where does Asriel disappear to? Oh, yeah, that's right. It's because like, she says, what does that mean? And that's when Asriel just disappears. I'm like, does he know what she's talking does he about? Have a hunch? I don't know. What's his hunch? I want to know. Let's see. Um, turns out Nesta failed. Oh, yeah. At the Hewn City. Catching like, up with Nesta. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't really sound promising for her repairing the wall. Mm-mm. Um, yeah. And then Lucian kind of comes down. And he's just so sweet because he wants a healer to come check out Elaine. He's worried yes. about her. Yes. So Farah says that she's going to, um, she's, or she does send a request to Magia, who's mm-hmm. the healer, to come and take a look at Elaine the next day. But this line here just made me so sad. She said, um, I then went into my bedroom, crawled onto the mattress, and cried. I didn't really know why. 
And I was I like, oh, girl, I've been there. It's the worst. It's like you're just so overwhelmed with everything. Yeah. The crying is like your only release. It really is. I feel bad. I know. And then um, eventually Reese joins her. Mm-hmm. And let's see. They kind of have a sweet moment where Pharaoh's like, no, I, w- I would have killed Amarantha if she showed up on this door. Like, yeah. sorry, you wouldn't have had a chance. Mm-hmm. And they decide to not risk looking into the Aurora Boris yet. Which is understandable. I yes. feel like that would that's kind of a last resort kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's the yet that has me intrigued. Mm-hmm. Like, hmm, yet. All right. Chapter 28. Yep. Last one. Favor processes her stress through training and gets answers from a healer about Elaine. Mm-hmm. What'd you notice? Well, it looks like Elaine is okay, but who knows if she's, like, mentally okay, since mm. the healer could really only look at her body, not her mind, since she was called her maid. Yep. That was kind of the big thing I got from this. It really was. So, but we're back to Cassian. Trainer mm. Cassian, who's, Trainer like, our Cassian. favorite. And I love, he just says, you want to go hard today or take it easy? Mm. And I didn't think the others gave him enough credit for noticing the shift in someone's emotional current. To command legions, I suppose, he needed to be able to read that sort of thing. Judge them, judge his soldiers or enemies were strong or breaking or broken. I love it. I know. I'm like, I love Trainer Cassian so much. He's the best. Um, And then she goes to train with Asriel. Mm -hmm. And I was surprised she didn't ask him where he went. I know. I was like, oh, we're just going to. Let that one slide. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's see. She does all of that, and that's when she runs back into more. Yeah. Who seems to be in a much better spirit today. Yes. I think she had a moment to breathe. Mm-hmm. She said that she's doing good. Yeah. She processed everything. So all is well. She yeah. goes, I understand why Reese did it. The position we were in, Eris is, you know what he is like. And if he... Was indeed threatening to sell information about your gifts to his father. Mother above, I would have made the same bargain with Eris to keep Baron from hunting you. And so she's on the same page. Mm -hmm. And I really liked what she said. She said, it just, it all took me by surprise. And I will never be happy about any of those terms. But my father wins. Eris wins. All the males like them win if I let it get to me. If I let it impact my joy, my life, my relationships with all of you. She goes, I hate war. I know. And I was like. I think that's like something so important for everybody to remember. Yeah, it's like, really wise. I know. We get to choose whether we let something affect us or not. Yeah. And it's good that she realizes it too. Yeah. That she's got the power. Even though it's a sucky situation, it's like you still hold the power over yourself and your feelings. Right. Well, and I appreciate it. I think um Farah said this. Yeah, she said like you're allowed to feel that way. Right. Like I think it's both. Like it's you can validate your emotions mm-hmm. and at the same time choose to not let them ruin and affect your life yeah and that's just really powerful Mm -hmm. um and we learned that some of the high lords have responded oh yeah um about the meeting so dawn day and winter have agreed even though winter was kind of the most reluctant of those three they basically want to have their own security which is understandable because they're the ones that got screwed with amarantha and they had like the all the children that were killed so i I could understand them feeling like they were betrayed. Um, But no response yet from spring, summer, or autumn. So. Yeah, we'll see. It's coming in, like, I think they said 12 days or something like that. So it's soon. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the healer gets there. Yep. Takes a look at Elaine and basically, kind of like you said earlier, physically she's fine. Mm -hmm. But mentally something's going on in there, but she's not sure what because she can't penetrate the cauldron made mind. 
Um, and Maja's recommendations, she says, I've seen the victims of trauma before. Her symptoms match well with many of those invisible wounds. Mm-hmm. But she was also made by something I do not understand. And then she goes, is there something wrong with her? I do not like the word wrong. Different, perhaps. Changed. And then she says that the mating bond, it's a bridge between worlds. See what he can do. If anyone can sense if anything is amiss, it's a mate. So she's kind of like... Encouraging Lucian to like sit down with her. her. Yeah. And Lucian is game. Mm -hmm. Obviously. Even though Nesta is a cranky brat about it. Well, it makes me mad because Nesta is the one. She's like, is there something wrong with her? And mm-hmm. I'm like, Nesta, she's acting different. Just like yeah. you are acting different. Yeah. I feel like Nesta should be way more sympathetic than she is. Yeah. Because it's like you both went through severe trauma. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. I don't like the way that Nesta is treating Elaine after all this. Mm-hmm. When like Nesta is getting pissed at Farrah for treating her differently. Or like exactly. getting like she gets angry when is like, oh, I understand. It's mm-hmm. like, no, you don't. But I feel like Nesta's trying to act the same way towards Elaine. And it's like, no, you have to back off. Like, you have to give her what she needs. Exactly. And Nesta just thinks that what she knows is best. Kind of like what Farrah thinks she knows best. Mm-hmm. So, again, I don't like Nesta in this situation. <laughs> but whatever. Classic, though. Yeah, and she's like, you will not sit down with my sister to Lucian. And is like, no, <laughs> like you <laughs> will let him like, yep. then we'll get another healer. If like Lucian can't figure anything out. Yeah. So, and more and Feyre are just gonna keep an eye on things <laughs> while they chat. Yeah. And I think that's kind of leading into what's happening. next. Yep. But that's it for this week. Mm-hmm. Next week we are doing chapters 29 through 33. Okay. We'll see what happens then. Eek. Eek. Um, what did you guys think? What are your thoughts? Let us know about Eris. Let us know about Eris. That's the that's the big question right now. Or if you have theories on Amran and what the heck she True. is. True. Yes. <laughs> oh, send them all. All yep. right. We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to A Court of Fairies and Fangirls, a Sarah J. Mass fan podcast. Please rate, review, and subscribe, and let us know what you think. You can find us on Instagram at, at fairiesandfangirls. Jump in on the conversation, and we look forward to chatting with you more next week. Bye. Bye.